Okay! Lizard! Uh, things have gone to hell. This is episode three of our podcast. We are talking about Godzilla. Okay, let's go. So, trailer. Great. Right, guys? Well, between... Movie, yes, we're starting. Oh, between? Okay, okay so... Fourth attempt, we are starting. That's it. Oh, dear, <laughs> dear God in heaven. Oh, I do have to announce we have a special guest. To help us with our kaiju stuff, we have brought in a professional. Our roommate, Dan. Say hello, Dan. Hello. That is Dan. Okay, now let's start. Dan actually has encyclopedic knowledge of kaiju and all that uh, cool Japanese stuff, so he he's a pretty good authority for us to have. We can vouch for him. Whatever well. you say, Thank you for destroying my credibility in one fell swoop, Dan. Um, so Dan, Dan will be our, um, you know, metaphorical, um, what's it called? Um, library of Alexandria for, uh, this episode when, whenever we have questions about Kaiju, we'll just refer to the, uh, Dan Cyclopedia. He's just a treasure trove of information. We're going to talk about a few things, but the big one is that when I was talking to Dan about these, he was pointing out that there were, say other Kaiju, right? There were references and stuff in this, right? In the trailers? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So he has, or he should be able to shed some light on what the, uh, the what's it called were. Eventually, we're still starting. So, you know, we'll just talk right now about the trailers themselves and if they look cool. Well, you guys are probably more proficient in this stuff than me. I'm not very, I'm, I'm not very much a kaiju fan. Kaiju is a Japanese genre of films featuring giant monsters. The term kaiju can refer to the giant monsters themselves, which are usually depicted attacking major cities and engaging the military or other kaiju in battle. The kaiju genre is a subgenre of tokatsu entertainment. I'm, I, my knowledge of kaiju is the same amount of knowledge that a uh, toddler has about quantum physics, so I'm going to be very much out of the loop for this entire episode. <laughs> I mean, I, I like deep as quantum physics. Oh God! So, so Dan, I guess we'll refer to you. What do you think about the uh, trailers now that you've seen both of them? Um, are you are you excited, nervous, um, anticipating anything? Yeah, uh, I would like Mechagodzilla. I, I he probably will be in it though, so it's not like that. that I don't think they'll do because uh, Toho has what they call the Big Five. They're like five months popular kaiju that they own. Uh, Godzilla, Rodan, or, sorry, Godzilla, Mothra, Rodan, King Ghidorah, and Mechagodzilla. So, they already have four of the five. I don't see it. Like, they're not going to include them. So, even even at the, you're, you're still adamant that at the end of the second trailer, the uh, reflection in, uh, who, whose eyes was it? Godzilla's or King Kong's? Godzilla. Godzilla's. That was definitely. So you're adamant that, yeah, you're you're adamant that that reflection was just merely a bus or a train and not actually mecha. You think that it's basically a bait and switch? Uh, it might be, because it honestly looks like a bus, but looks somewhat like Showa good. Uh, not Showa, uh, mecha Godzilla. It's like, mm. but I don't think they look like. A Showa era kaiju. And what would, what so I think it's just a bus. 
So what would I, I can show you. If I could ask, what would a uh, Showa era kaiju be considered, like description wise? Uh, Showa era is literally just when kaiju was. Uh, Godzilla came out in '56, I think, and that was pre Showa. And then the movies, which is Godzilla, and then Godzilla raids again, which had Anguirus. Yay, armadillo boy. Yes, the only two non Showa or younger Godzilla movie. And then it was Showa era. To, I think it was it was one of the Hirohitos. It was the Emperor at the time. And basically from like 1960 to 1980 I think is Showa. So any kaiju made in that era uh, it's considered Showa. But they, because of how much of a Franchise Godzilla is they get redesigns, so like Showa King Ghidorah looks a lot different than the King Ghidorah from the movies. They redesigned him a bunch, and there's like a Heisei King Ghidorah and a Millennium King Ghidorah, and like the you know just multiple different designs for kaiju's depending on what era the movie was made in, or who owns the movie at the time. Is the uh, image you sent me or us? Is that the uh, the Showa version? No. Yes. Okay. So that's the Showa version. I would assume that's the most popular version. I recognize that one as well. Yeah, yeah. most certainly. That, that's okay. the problem. The problem with Mechagodzilla is that there's three designs for him, because the Showa one's also referred to as Mechagodzilla Mark One, oh. and then there's another version of it called Mechagodzilla Mark One D Two. Okay. Uh, which is literally just him with a uh, plating on. Neck, so it's not as like spindly. So, sorry, go ahead. Well, no, I'm just saying like there seems to be like with each era, quote unquote, there seems to be a certain uh, evolution within the way that like these kaiju are portrayed. I think, I think it's very impressive that even in, in the modern age, where a lot of things, so like kind of a little bit of a tangent, but like with all the Marvel and DC movies, like the way that like a lot of characters are redesigned. You know, it's it's a way that like, you know, if they still hold their integrity as characters. Um, are you a little bit nervous, Dan, as as the resident kaiju expert, that a lot of what makes the kaijus stand out from each other is going to be washed out? Because I, it's a, it's hard to portray different kaiju in the style that the new Godzilla and um, King Kong movies have kind of represented. They're, they're trying to go for an anatomical, um, like, an, like a, I say anatomical, but like a realistic portrayal of these creatures. Are you afraid that if they start adding in more and more kaiju, um, a lot of them could either be misrepresented or just like washed out or something along those lines? Well, that's already happened, sort of, in King of the Monsters, because they introduced, like, four or five new kaijus, or titans, because they can't use the word kaiju because it's copywritten, apparently. Uh, but, like, they, they introduced, like, Behemoth, Methuselah, Gila, and another toe, which, like, they were just there. They didn't really do anything. They were just there to have more kaiju. So, like, there, there are kaiju that get washed out, and a good amount of the older kaiju have 
somewhat brutal fighting style. Like, Mechagodzilla breaks Gears' jaw in the first Mechagodzilla movie ever. And they, like, show, like, with the blood and the fake blood and stuff suit. But at the end of the day, these are family movies. So I don't think they do as brutal Mechagodzilla stuff. Which is, you know, watering down his character, which is just a cold, metallic killing. Yeah, you're. I can understand the fear that, like, the 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 representation of this character in the new movies loses its integrity compared to like the older, you know, more nostalgic versions. Yeah, is that something that you think has happened with the previous movies in this reboot franchise? I felt well, like. I felt like they were reasonably dark. I didn't think that anything was really watered down in those, personally. Yeah. The, the only benefit is they can just use the argument, oh, they're just monsters and not people fighting mm. to get as you know, gory as I want, because like, they, they were decently gory and, and not like the original Godzilla movie gory or anything, but like, they did their best to try and show that these were giant fighting, which I think the new movie's adapted really well it especially in the first oh yeah, um, no you go cool. like with the muda thing where godzilla just blasts its fucking breath down its throat and all that shit that's exactly what i was going to point out too it's a, it's a lot easier to get away with that level of violence when it's when you're just like big monsters on screen that aren't really human quote unquote um it's like yeah. the the blue blood and gore going everywhere it's easier to get away with that like with YouTube, if you uh, change the color of it, you can get away with a lot of uh, stuff. Yeah. So speaking of the new movies, I'm curious, Dan, what have your thoughts been on the new franchise? So the I, I think it was somewhere 2012 or 2014 or something, that Godzilla. Well, there was the one before with... Uh... Uh, sorry, it's 2016. Godzilla was 2017. Oh, yeah, they're, and they're then the Kong. Were they oh, a year apart? Yeah, uh, the reboot of Godzilla and Shin Godzilla were a year apart. No, no, no. Um, oh, the Kong one. I don't know when Kong I don't remember. Wasn't, isn't King of the Monsters a sequel to the one that came out in... In 2016. Skull Island came out in 2017? Did, Was it oh, 2016? Shit, I got my dates wrong, but my bad. Uh-oh. You're good. No, you're the expert, Dan. You can't make that kind of mistakes. <laughs> I don't remember happen. dates too well. We uh, we may have to ask Daniel to leave. Apparently, he is not the man I thought he was. Yeah, it seems that the uh, the Godzilla reboot started in 2014. I'm talking about the one with Aaron Taylor Johnson. What are we paying you for? You're not paying me. Well, now we're. <laughs> that that doesn't matter. Paying you? I was gonna surprise you, but I guess never mind now. Uh, but yeah. You mean the Godzilla movie that didn't have Godzilla for the first, like... Oh, that was 1998. No, it wasn't. No, 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 not Matthew Broderick. Oh, God. Can we not, can we not talk stop, about stop, that, not that one. We're going Godzilla. down this rabbit hole. That movie isn't even Godzilla, because there's a funny thing. Doho hated that movie so much that they bought the rights, sure, renamed it Zilla, and then in the next Godzilla movie they made, they had to get killed instantly by Godzilla. Good. As they should. Amazing. But no, yes. So it's technically not even a Godzilla. It's just its own separate kaiju. 
but yeah so what were your thoughts on what have your thoughts been on this reboot franchise so far i like it i mean i yeah i I enjoy watching it's it's like i get to see a bunch of godzilla characters and kaiju uh fight in pretty glorious AI instead of you know it, it brings back like yeah well no I, I like that but it's, it, it's like a hyper realistic yeah version of the old show like or the old movie so it certainly does hit that like nostalgia you know like button for you yeah, like in in the Latin uh, King of the Monsters, uh, they use the thing called an oxygen destroyer, which mm. is um, what the oxygen destroyer does is it removes all oxygen wherever it explodes. But it also is a predecessor to the one of my favorite kaiju's with uh, Destoroya, who lives in an area with no oxygen. So they okay. they mentioned it and used it in King of the Monsters. So I'm hoping that can introduce him plus like uh I, f- I forget her name but the one asian lady who was working with uh the professor guy in king of the monsters she's uh people don't matter yeah for the record yeah. dan knows all the kaiju by name he doesn't know any of the people yeah i know the actor for the professor but other than that i don't really know their names but uh she is uh, a jinshin mushi so to speak, which her family. Uh, God, I want to talk about this, but I don't know if I can ramble. Yeah, you're good. We got time. You're good. Okay. Just remember, uh, yeah, we started so... like 16 minutes late because of whatever. So you got plenty of time to go nuts. Oh, sorry, you can't even see the recording okay. time. We're technically like 25 yeah, okay. minutes in because you're just bullshitting for the first like 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. You're clear. You just go nuts. That's what this okay. is. Okay. Um. So the the assistant to the professor in King of the Monsters, uh, she's supposed to be a Jinshin Mushi, which is uh, a Mothra fairy, or, or sorry, not a Jinshin Mushi. That's not right. A Shobushi, which is like uh, one of the fairies that helps Mothra. Because Mothra is usually assisted by two twin fairies, and funny enough, the person who plays uh, her, her her grandmother. Or her like aunt or something was uh one of the shobushis and their sh- their like aunt or grandma or was also a shobushi, so she's or like her whole family has been a shobushi in a Godzilla movie at least once, mm. which is it's nice. But I mean they don't directly say shobushi, but very clearly her. So I know that like kaiju is like a big ongoing franchise i mean i still remember watching like the black and white godzilla movie which was like from like what the 50s i want to say uh, by the way you still need to give me back my copy of that (laughs) all right i'll mail it to you okay what else do you want from me that's going on the permanent record now look i'm just saying it's been four years man (laughs) (laughs) it has been four years it was like freshman year yeah it's four years almost shit all right well we'll work on it um but what i'm saying is like are you afraid 
because I I don't know if oversaturated is like the correct word. Um, because I don't know how well all the kaiju movies are like received. I'm not sure if every single one that they put out is a banger. Are you afraid that there might be some sort of oversaturation with like the new Western Godzilla franchise? Um, I mean, probably to some degree. Mm. I I feel like they've been doing it a good job because all the movies that they've released from the the reboot series have been doing good so like and not not every one of the the original like toho made ones in from japan are good because clank and vouch for one of them specific which one was it space godzilla space godzilla that's the ticket that bitch i'm a big fan of the one where uh godzilla's son becomes friends with the kid who's bullied that's a that's a gem Talk about that movie. Yeah, don't talk about that one. <laughs> oh, you mean Godzuki, right? Yeah. Isn't no, it Godzuki? No. It, it's Godzuki and Manila. They're, oh. they're two different characters, but they're both as annoying. It's Godzuki. That was like the animated, right? Yeah, Godzuki was the animated one. Manila is like the actual uh, movie one. Got it. Okay. I like Manila personally. I just don't like This is going downhill so fast. No, listen, we're still on topic. Listen, we're, we're still moving towards, like... The topic the... of this is Godzilla, is it not? We're talking about yeah, Godzilla. Yeah. yeah, what else do you want from us, Klein? Not cursing uh, sorry, things, what but that's question? asking too much. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> I just because, like, Space Godzilla was a bad movie. Only so, because it was super boring. It was not good. So, regarding oversaturation, uh, I get what you're saying, Costa, but I feel like oversaturation isn't as much of a thing in the modern culture i mean we have like five superhero movies coming out every single year now and people don't even bat an eye i don't think oversaturation matters as much as it used to yeah but i think oversaturation like that's a disney ip that's one thing there's like a level of like polish and what's the word um it's different, you know what I mean? Like, maybe you don't know what I mean. Maybe maybe I'm just, like, insane. But my my fear is because Disney wants to make sure every movie that they put out, no matter if it is oversaturated or not, they're going to make sure that every the, that the quality of the movies is, like, maintained. But since this IP, uh, like, it's Warner Brothers, right, that's heading the Godzilla movies? Technically, yeah. Yeah, so with other warner brother ips such as like justice league and everything like the we, there only have been a few movies but the quality has dipped like down so far between like all the movies that they've made i can't help but feel they don't know how to handle a franchise correctly i can argue the same with disney though because all their princess movies that are live action have been awful none of them have been getting good reviews none of them are enjoyable to watch likewise Star Wars has taken a really bad dip, even though one through six are okay movies or good movies. Debatable. Whatever. Oh, we should have a Star Wars episode sometime. Put that I on the burner. Don't like, get ahead the of yourself. That lately, they've been doing good on are one-shot movies, and even then, not all of them. Or like Marvel movies, even then, not all of them. So I feel like it can be argued either way that I'm like I'm with Nick on this. Like I don't think oversaturation is as big as a deal. 
but I still think it can happen. Again, I'm I'm taking the guise of the outsider looking in. That's my whole perspective on this like franchise because I'm not I don't have the same amount of investment in it as you do, Dan. Um I didn't grow up watching, you know, kaiju movies or even like even now as an adult, my my interest in them is fledgling at best. So, yeah. you know, I, I'm looking at it as someone like on the outside saying like, OK, like how many of these movies can I realistically mentally withstand before I get tired of this concept? Well, I never watched like I never really binge watched them like back to back. I would, I would, you know, watch them every now and then as a kid and would always like watching them. And like I said, with Space Godzilla, there are very bad ones. Like anyone with Manila in my uh, Space Godzilla and like maybe Hetera. But like there's a lot of still good like because you, you, don't, you don't go to see like any plots. Exactly. Uh, you you want to, at the end of the day, you want to see giant monster be a giant monster. If there's a plot to it, that's good. That's a bonus. But at the end of the day, you want to see a good fight. So as long as I think they don't, they have like a good balance because they did find a good balance. I think because like between plot and giant monster fight, yeah, you're talking. yeah. Because like the fact that like Eco Terrorist Group was like uh, releasing kaiju or whatever, and. Like, they didn't show too much of it, too much of the human characters, and had plenty of fighting. But they also didn't show just fighting. Because I like Giant a lot, but if it's, like, a whole two hours of just fighting, I'm going to get bored. Because you would preferably want a break in some capacity. Yeah, just from, like, the monotony of watching two behemoths just wreck each other's shit for however long the runtime of the movie is. Yeah, because honestly, that was why I preferred King of the Monsters to the uh, the first remake. Because, eh, in my opinion, it took way too long for them to get to the reason I showed up. I came to watch giant lizards kill each other. I didn't come to hear about people's problems. Uh, again, I think that, like, uh, Devil's Advocate, of course, I think, like, just watching two monsters punch the shit out of each other could be interesting to some people. And, you, you know, like, I imagine there's a large minority, uh, like, you know, mar large majority of people, Klein, that, like, absolutely agree with you. They're like, why are we coming to this movie if we're just going to watch humans complain about their pathetic human lives when we should be watching two gigachads beat each other up? Another problem I had with the first Godzilla movie is that they advertised Brian Cranston to be in it, and then they killed him off. Like, <laughs> mm, yeah, they they, they got this amazing actor that shit just to use him life. as cannon fodder. I mean, I think I'm with Costa personally. I I do think that the original, the first movie in this set of remakes, uh did focus a lot more on the humans than I would have liked, but I do like having that, uh, I do like having that juxtaposition, sorry, I do like having that juxtaposition between these human characters and these almost godly giant monsters. 
Yeah, because how do, how are you like as a normal human expect to live in that type of environment? Like that's the one thing that are the original kaiju movies like I wish like touched more on. It's like how do you? But not in this style, if it makes any sense. If that makes any sense to you at all, like in 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 the new Godzilla movie, like they really leaned heavily on like the the cost of destruction. There's like an apocalyptic feeling to them. Yeah. yeah. Because it's this two, two godlike entities, like Ariana was saying, tearing through a very populated city, and you see like buildings being destroyed and everything, and it's just like, well, fuck whoever's living in apartment two B. That guy's dead. <laughs> yeah, the the issue is, no, not really, but the older movies had technological limitations, and even then, uh. Going off of other Japanese movies I've seen uh, in recent times, Japan doesn't have the best CGI. So, like, even then, a lot of the older movies would just be suits and prop cities and stuff. But with CGI, you can do a lot more, such as, you know, killing whoever's in Apartment 2B. So I really think the fact that... Sorry. That's on me. Yeah, I think... I think that the fact that like technology advanced helps the movies a lot because like like Nick said, the fact that it was uh too focused on the element really brought down the movie at the end of the day, but it was still fun to watch because you could see uh the two Mutos fight Godzilla and the absolute like embodiment of Godzilla shooting a laser down one of their throats. I don't know. I think I think having the human aspect helps to raise oh, the I, I agree. combat. I, agree. I think a human aspect is necessary for Godzilla movies, but it shouldn't be overabundant. Because wasn't Godzilla originally a bit of commentary on the state of humanity at the time? I mean, you have this giant nuclear monster in the midst of all these nuclear crises. Yep, I think it was. it was always meant to be a bit of commentary, at least initially. So I think that having that human element is important. Oh, yeah, I agree. Um, some of the best Godzilla movies have Godzilla as a villain. So, like, which is what he was originally in the original 50. Because he is, at the end of the day, a nuclear lizard thing. And he's a, he's supposed to be commentary for nuclear war stuff. And a lot of the times when he's a villain, he's supposed to commentate on an aspect of human life. So, like, uh, I think it's called... Uh, I'm blank. I get what you're saying, Dan. I think it's very interesting how they chose to have um, Godzilla as this, like godlike entity that his only purpose is to like survive and like fend off any other like quote-unquote alpha males within the vicinity yet his stomping ground ends up being like this huge populated city and he doesn't care he doesn't care that like people are going around their normal lives they're microscopic to him so he's just gonna follow his natural instinct regardless of location I think I think you can make a lot of like commentary from that in and of itself. The 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 regard for you know the the 
I hate using this word because it makes me sound like a redditor, but like the society around him, he has no he has no care for that kind of for that kind of stuff. He's just going to exist as he does. And unfortunately, the consequence of his existence is that wherever he exists is going to be filled with chaos and destruction and death. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I remember the name or not remembered. I looked it up, but uh, so in like the aspect of him being like a foil commentary. Uh, in Zilla, Mothra, and King Ghidorah, giant monsters all out attack. Uh, Godzilla is created, so to speak, from the souls of uh, POWs, dead, like prisoners of war and, and wartime casualties. And the fact that he's fighting the guardians of the land, sea, and air. Is like supposed to be uh, showing how like uh, I don't know, like um, how war can destroy all three of those things. Oh, so sorry. What did you say? I was saying how I was offering a suggestion. I was going to say how uh, how he is in opposition to nature he's this man-made beast. he's this man-made monster and he's fighting these spirits of nature yeah that's also could be seen as uh dan can you repeat that please i'll cut this but i think you kind of cut out for a second there oh oh i'm sorry uh that's that's also how it can be One more time for the people in the back. You can't help the same exact way. Uh, it's also how it can be seen. Oh, okay, never mind. I don't think you did. Oh, you weren't cut off at all. We thought you had more to say. (laughs) No, no, no. Keep this all in. It's all sitting in, baby. Well, good news. I thought... uh, I think this time you showing to keep this in is all going to stay in. (laughs) Excellent. Well, okay, so, so back on the fucking topic... So there's there's a lot of there's a lot of different political um, representations that Godzilla has throughout the decades. So with with all of our speculation being in time, Dan, what do you think the current political message or like socio whatever kind of message that the Godzilla movies send throughout the decades? What do you think the current decades message is? Godzilla movies depend entirely on the movie for their message not like who makes them or what era they're from because like all the Heisei Godzilla movies and Heisei is another era like Showa uh, all have different things um, but like they all fit in the era because of when they were made so it really depends on each of the movies um, honestly King of the Monsters I think just having him fight King Ghidorah. I don't think it was much of, like, the message behind it, besides, you know, people are ruining the Earth. Standard pollution stuff, I guess, because that's what they were after. Eco-terrorists, I mean. I think that they were trying to stay as far away from a human theme as they could in that movie because of the reception to the previous one. Yeah. It's because the the original Libra got a lot of complaints for having too much 
stop that. So they then just made it mainly about Godzilla versus Ghidorah. Okay, so you think that they, like, realized that they may have, not directly, but, like, you know, they said, okay, we leaned in far too heavily with the whole um, humanity, you know, the consequences of Godzilla's presence on humanity. They said, okay, we're going to go away with that. We're just going to give the people what they want, a.k.a. giant monsters fighting. Yeah, I think that... It's a message that worked for me. But, you know. Actually, I guess you could say the message was... A more of a, uh, we heard your complaints kind of thing. If you really wanted to find a message, message in there. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because like. Oh, oh, please keep keep talking about Godzilla, because I am dreading the fact that eventually we are going to have to talk about the monkey. Uh, the monk. Uh, oh right, he's in this movie. I almost uh, forgot. <laughs> the titular star, the monkey. Please, please, please. <laughs> If you have any more to say about Godzilla, please keep going. I don't. Well, I don't have. We're only gonna. I don't fucking. Li- I don't fucking like Kong to begin with. That's my piece. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> we yeah, we only need like five or ten minutes. Really, I was thinking you were gonna be the Kong supporter in the group. No, they're... no, I'm lizard. Uh, I'm big lizard all the way. I was actually gonna have to play devil's advocate if we had a debate. I don't even. I don't even like Kong. I know. Like, I liked the movie. I liked the Kong reboot the other year, the one that this Kong is from, uh, Skull Island. I yeah. I liked that movie. I just much prefer Godzilla to Kong. I hope this I argument about Kong versus Godzilla destroys our friendship, and we we have to break <laughs> apart the podcast because we can't come to a consensus on who will win. Three episodes in, and we can't we can't settle our differences. We call it quits. Yeah, that'd be legendary. That'd be absolutely legendary. Three-hit wonder. Hey, man, that might be just like the Godzilla movie, for all we know. Uh-oh. Well, Dan, you said you, you, you were having a uh, opinion about Kong versus Godzilla before we stupidly interjected with our usual BS, so... Oh, uh, no, I was going to say, I don't know that much about Kong. I know the name of, like, three of his enemy, maybe E4. Uh, other than that, I don't know crap about him my only experience with kong comes from the um adrian brody jack black kong movie i haven't actually seen the new kong movie have you seen the original have you seen the original or just just the adrian brody one no i've seen i've seen the original as well but like if we're talking about like recent kong stuff recent like modern age kong movies that's the one that i have the most kind of like memory of and even that it was wasn't really a good movie to be perfectly fair um it just kind of seemed like a one-off reboot because kong gets fucking got at the end of the day at the end of the movie he like dies on the empire state building bro spoilers oh my god it's it, the, the, the original movie is like over 50 years old if you haven't seen it now then i don't know what the hell your problem is <laughs> um yeah dude uh i have not seen skull island but i've heard it was okay to good I like skull island. uh yeah i personally don't have interest king kong because like there's there's four main types of kai uh, main like kaiju series there's godzilla which is the most popular uh ultraman which is very popular 
and sometimes over here it depends. Uh, <clears throat> Gamera, and then Kong. Kong is American based. I don't know shit about it. Honestly, I think you would like Skull Island. I feel like Skull Island tried to be more of a kaiju movie or mimic a lot of the aspects of kaiju movies than uh, previous Kongs had. There is a big fixation on Kong fighting gi uh, other giant creatures, whereas the other ones were more about Kong being ripped from his home and stuff like that. Because Kong is considered a Toho kaiju, and Toho is just the company that owns them and like made all the movies. But there's very little popularity for him, I would say, in Japan. At least to my knowledge. I'm, I've never been to Japan. I don't know. Uh, but from my understanding, I was at least only seeing the uh, Adrian uh, Brody movie and uh, the original is Kong isn't meant to fight other kaijus. He has other kaiju villains, but at the end of the day, most of them are just like dinosaurs and not kaiju. Okay. So there we go. We can say we talked about Kong in this. Now, so, Dan, what else do you have for us on anything but Kong? Uh, this is just a crackpot theory of mine that I thought of for the podcast, but in the... <laughs> the... In the... um. The second trailer, uh, the thing in the eye that looked like show of Mechagodzilla or a bus, it might also be Hedera, or Hedera, whatever you want to pronounce it as. Uh, Isn't the whole thing with um, the new the new God uh, the new Godzilla and um, King Hello? Kong movie? Oh, Hello? I guess. Are you back? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Well, the whole my my whole. My whole question was like, um, the whole new thing with the Godzilla and King Kong movie, isn't it like the whole thing like, we need Kong? I think so. I think that was isn't that the whole meme? Yeah, it looks like they're setting up Kong to be the quote-unquote hero for this one. Yeah, but the interesting thing with the original Kong versus Godzilla movie is it had two separate endings, depending on where you lived. In America, Kong won. Japan, Godzilla won. Because... That's just Dance. each side's victor won in their country. Speaking of, didn't you have a really fun fact for everyone regarding a boat? Oh, yeah. The boat scene that's been playing in the trailers last 18 minutes, according to the browser. <laughs> he said it like three times today, and I kept saying, save it for the podcast. So I'm glad he got to say it because it's really interesting. Yeah, but my crackpot theory is that the thing might also, in like Godzilla's eye, might also be Hedera or the smog monster. Mm. And he's a literally walking pile of carbon dioxide sludge. I I don't know because in the in the picture in the image of Godzilla's eye, it seems like this 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 being within his eye has some sort of like strict physical form because you can clearly see that it's like a rectangular looking head, and Hedorah's just seems like a big pile of shit in comparison. No offense. <laughs> I bet it's just Kong throwing a train or a bus at Godzilla or something like that. I, I yeah. hate that. I hate that. The the My main issue on why I'm saying it's not Mechagodzilla is because the head is small looking. It, it looks like just a bus or something that's being thrown. 
Didn't they also set up Mecha Godzilla in King? No, I'm sorry. They set up Mecha Ghidorah. So do you think? Me. Never mind. Do you think that Warner Brothers has the stones to kill either Godzilla or King Kong? No. Um. If they're done with the trilogy, they might. Yeah, if they're gonna keep it to a trilogy, they might. If not, they might just kill King Kong off because he has less markability than Godzilla. To be fair, universally, I think that. Skull Island was better received among general fans and critics than either of the two Godzilla movies were. I wonder if they have the balls to do, yeah. since we just watched it, uh, the Death of Superman thing where they both fucking die. Oh yeah, King Kong and Godzilla just punch each other to death like Doomsday and Superman, yeah. Oh yeah, that, that could be it. If they do that, I will forgive them for everything. I'll be pleasantly surprised, honestly. Like... On the one hand, I'd hate it. On the other hand, good for them. They ball up with it. I will watch most Warner Brother movies and will forgive most of the stupid shit they've done. Because that's such a stupid, like, thing. That they would even consider such a ballsy move to even try and pull that off. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's how how deep do they want to go in, in this movie? Like, do they really want to, like, shoot any future installments in the foot? Or do they want to, yeah. like, keep everything, as Ariana was saying, like, tied and neat in a trilogy? Yeah, if, if they're keeping it in a trilogy, they probably will try and kill off one or both of them. If not, had to kill off one, I think kill off Kong. Because even though Kong Skull Island was better received, Godzilla has way more characters they can make of. Plus, they've already set two, they set up two Godzilla villains already. Yeah, that's a very good point. Like, why would they kill off the titular hero character and his, like, if they're building up his adversaries, only to have Kong kill him off and then Kong fighting, like, Mechagodorah and stuff like that? It seems... <laughs> that's all you care about? If Kong kills Godzilla and he has to fight Ghidorah, I will be unhappy unless Ghidorah absolutely fucking obliterates that stupid monkey. <laughs> oh my lord I mean, yeah but don't worry the monkey has a stick it has like a Godzilla scale or rock or something pointy tied to it it's just a pointy stick with something yeah, on it's it. not a stick it's a bonker well, no, yeah, he should have aimed for the head well, I mean in the trailer it looks like Godzilla like shoots his fuck you breath at Kong and then you know whatever this weapon is has like an ability to absorb or block it or something. So clearly, it's it does something important. I don't know. I I'm not I'm not psyched about that whole interaction that I saw on the uh, in the trailer because it just it just reminds me of like the Marvel scene with Thor and, and Thanos. I'm like, oh my god, we've already seen it. Godzilla's gonna look at Kong and say you should aim for the head, and then he's gonna fucking blow brain <laughs> Kong's brains off, and it's just gonna be a. I, that's my one issue with all of the kaiju movies because if one of them dies that's that's just the way it is but if neither of them dies they're gonna pull the buddy cop meme and it's like oh we're stronger together than we are apart and then we all know how that's yeah. gonna end yeah that's my fear yeah what i was gonna say is like if you want an honest prediction maybe godzilla fights uh king kong 
then they Godzilla or King Kong fights Mecha King Ghidorah or Mecha Godzilla, and then they team up and fight Mecha Godzilla. That's probably what's going to happen. So this is basically just Batman versus Superman, but Godzilla and and Kong. Yes, probably. Mothra's around, so that might even be Mothra. Didn't Mothra die? Nope. Uh, I thought that was a whole plot point in the last one. That's a whole plot point with Mothra in general, is that it's effectively an immortal kaiju, because right before she's about to die, she always makes a baby, and that baby has all of the mo- that previous Mothra's memories and, like, battle sense. It's really hard just to kill Mothra outright. So, so Mechagodzilla isn't Doomsday. Mothra is. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's that would uh, be the great twist. In in the Mothra trilogy, uh, Mothra Leo can time travel because it evolved the ability to time travel. Excellent. Why not? Uh, you see, I'm so out of the loop with everything, like involving kaiju, that all of all of this just sounds like a schizophrenic's fever dream to like someone who has no idea what's going on so it's really hard for me to like conceptualize all these crazy bonker like happenings within the movies um because uh, you know i i don't have the scope to understand that these creatures have abilities that are just absolutely insane and somehow it's still possible to make a movie trilogy where all of them just aren't absolutely overpowered and can end a fight with just thinking about it thing is Godzilla is not a defeat height or stats in terms of things he can do. Because, like, Showa Godzilla is magnetic. Magnetic stuff. But only Showa is. None of them else are. Uh, Showa Godzilla can also fly by shooting his breath at the ground. Um, but, Big like, brain. It's only, yeah, it's only Showa that does that. And, like, they do change on stuff. And they're also not even the same height. Godzilla doesn't have a definitive because the biggest one is uh, Godzilla Earth I think 200 or something kilometers tall as a baby which is the, the I don't remember what it was but uh, Godzilla Earth the, all the Earth like all the kaiju from that series are exactly what you're thinking of uh, Costa they're all world-destroying kaiju. They're all around at the same time and fighting each other. And at the end of Godzilla Earth, the the book, the books are like the prequel to the uh, the movie trilogy. Uh, at the end of the books, pretty much humanity has no choice but to leave Earth because it's uninhabitable. Because it's just Godzilla and a bunch of kaiju killing each other. Yeah. So it's just mutually a short destruction for all the kaiju involved, basically. Yeah. See, this is this is this is the point in time where, after hearing all this new information, I start getting scared because with the new <laughs> Godzilla versus King Kong movies, like, where can you go from there? Like, how, how, like, how can you raise the stakes even more unless you bring in just some, like, actual apocalyptic, like. They might as well just be fighting a planet at that point, just to raise the stakes. Well, they they did a good job with Ghidorah, where they gave him weather manipulation powers, 
which he, he didn't have before, and that raised the stakes because he would have destroyed the planet if they didn't stop mm. him. Mm. But, like, uh, let's... If, if, depending on who they bring in, because I don't think God, Mecha Godzilla much in terms of raising the stakes if it's made by humans. Uh, but if it's like an alien, like in the original Mecha Godzilla, then they could do a whole alien invasion premise. But other than that, there's oh, like there are alien kaiju, aren't there? There's a very big amount. Yeah, I've already seen one of them, or we've seen one of the big ones. Yeah, I mean you've seen Agadora. There's a couple of them, and they're all aliens. So, but uh, then there's like monsters like uh, Destoroya, which is literally devil. He's supposed to be the devil. So to speak, or like apocalypse given form. I don't really. Oh, oh, he's got... he's an interesting looking he's... guy. Oh, he's got a bunch of forms yeah. And stuff. Yes, he does. He he's technically multiple guys. He's a colony of little things. Sorry, looking at pictures of him. Look at this dude. This dude. This dude. Oh, that's a chibi version. Yeah. <laughs> what is what is this? He looks a lot better when he's not small and weird. <laughs> they squished him. That's exactly what it is. Uh, but Destoroya was is originally or innately evil. Like he will kill everything he sees. Yeah. See, I found a version from a comic book. Yeah. That thing on his chest can be opened up and shoot a unibeam like thing out of it. Sick. Same with his horn. This one horn has a laser. Sick. Uh, but like. Destoroya uh, is one of the few kaijus that have actually killed Godzilla. So, if they bring him in, that would probably raise the even though he doesn't, like, alter the way, aside from murdering everything on it. That isn't because he he's, like, one of Godzilla's biggest foes ever. I see. So that's what we'll have to be wary of if it ever is in, like, a trailer or a poster. That's the sign that shit's gonna kick off. Well, it already is starting because they said the, uh, they used the oxygen destroyer, and that's how Ghidorah was, uh, not Ghidorah, Destoroya was born. Oh. Because the, the whole plot line of how Destoroya got reawakened, he lived back in the Hadean period of Earth when, like, there was no oxygen, and he, th he thrives on no oxygen. Oh. But the oxygen destroyer destroyed all the oxygen created the uh, conditions for him to survive again. So he fossilized himself because he's able to like go into extreme hibernation, so to speak. So he like fossilized himself and then started merging with all his little single cell forms until he became that. It's actually really fucking cool. Uh, that's a, like, but could they... I don't even know if that's possible to implement in like Western movies because it's just... Yeah. It's like, yeah, they've, they've they've set him up. Wow, well, I, I'm just like I'm just like in <laughs> awe after. Yeah, I'm I'm in awe after like hearing all of this and like trying to conceptualize it in like the Westerner mindset. It's because it's like this entire mythos and like insane idea, like just. It's it's all very much over the top, and and a lot of Western media doesn't really like feed off of that, so it's hard to put it all in scope. Yeah, if you want me to, I could probably put it in a way fit because 
the legendary series uh or the legendary trilogy um they 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 made hollow earth theory a thing like an actual real life thing oh i remember that yeah so they could just say that uh Destor Royer was just chilling there and like in the hollow earth and then you know the oxygen destroyer let him come up to the surface and do what he does multiply and uh, combine but like the 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 fact that it's all like over the top and in the name of kaiju movies because it is always just big monster versus big monster and neither of these monsters should even exist in the first place or couldn't exist in the first place yeah, there's definitely a, a suspension of disbelief you need to watch a lot of these. And, well, I think it may seem weird at first. We kind of do the same thing with a lot of our Western media. I mean, to bring it back to the superhero stuff, it's uh, it's pretty wild, some of the stuff that we have in our media that you have to, like, just accept that, okay, well, this isn't the real world, so they can do whatever. It's the same thing, really. It's just on a larger scale. I, I, I think I think my problem is is that like especially if we're talking about like like our our like already implemented Western media, like with the first Iron Man movie. The first Iron Man movie in its believability was like very reasonable. Like your suspension of disbelief True. wasn't wasn't forced to be elevated to a certain point, especially like since we saw him build his first suit like in a cave. It felt it felt very grounded and it was like dirty and rusted and everything. But I think the suspension of disbelief is different when you're watching like these godlike entities just beat the hell out of each other. And and you realize at some point this pattern is going to be consistent throughout the the entirety of the franchise. You know what I mean? Yeah, it definitely was built up more in uh, the superhero community. Cause, again, because it's like once your art, like, is with the superhero movies, there's like a clear elevation in believe like in what you're supposed to believe right yeah like they, they started off very grounded but with this like right out of the gate it's already insane so here's so just something do you think it would have been better if you if they uh started with kong instead of the nuclear lizard by like you know starting with a big monkey on an island no i that's the problem how do you think any of this believable <laughs> well they're really this Kong is at least like the cause of genetic like tampering, and that's why he's that. Like humans made Kong to fight Kaiju for him for them. That's the whole backstory. This Kong. can't you just have fun? No, I just I am miserable the all the time. Just enjoy that's the one. He's bigger than it should be. That's the one thing I do have to give the ninety eight. Uh, Zilla movie props for is that like in the beginning like in the opening like credits you saw like iguanas like on a beach and everything and then they played the footage of like an atomic bomb exploding okay. so you can kind of follow exactly I, what happened I just gotta tell you right now I wish you didn't say that because I just had a flashback to the Hulk movie 
Oh, <laughs> no. oh the, yeah, the, the balloon animal Hulk. The starfish and then uh, it cuts to a Yeah, universe. when they were trying to do a grounded, realistic science explanation for why Absorbing Man was the way he was. Yeah, yeah uh, it's... Isn't that the part of the movie where Hulk hits himself in the nuts? That's a yeah. Maybe uh, I'm an idiot. Maybe maybe I'm just an idiot. Maybe this is what I need to like. Maybe you're the only out. normal one here. Uh, Costa, I, I will it. tell you this: the the original 1950 something Godzilla. Uh, he was a just he was a dinosaur that was hit with nuclear radiation. So he, he's no different than that iguana from the 1998. No, there's yeah, a how, how do you not know? How do you not know <laughs> that you have that on DVD that you stole from? <laughs> No, 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 no. I have a big problem with what Dan just said. A, a, a dinosaur <laughs> is very much different than an iguana, Dan. If, if no, I were to present to you two instances... In terms of plot, it's the same thing. What like do you mean in terms of plot? <laughs> if I were to say to you, oh yeah, what's more realistic? A dinosaur in modern day getting hit with with fucking radiation or an iguana. If, if you said a dinosaur, I would I would pop you in the lip. <laughs> I would stand on this one just just for the sake of being. Yeah. I have to say it's funny that we're hitting this point of escalation and we're nearly an hour in. Just shows that you know this much exposure to Godzilla is uh, clearly not healthy in one sitting. Like what's funny is this is a movie about Kong versus Godzilla that we're discussing, but we aren't arguing Kong versus Godzilla. We're arguing lizard versus iguana or dinosaur versus iguana. We're arguing the semantics of Godzilla, but not talking about Kong at all. None of us like Kong. Yeah. <laughs> None of us like Kong. It's hard to support something you don't enjoy. And I don't think any of us like that monkey. But Costa, there's something like mystical or like, fun about a dinosaur somehow living to modern times like nessie like that's what makes god's that the original godzilla better than zilla uh one because it horrible but at yeah, the end it of the day it's just, mythical feeling to it right yeah it's like how did this creature from the uh, ancient time survive like there's a sort of mystic element to it well, maybe I'm just a cynical asshole, and that's as uh, that's as difficult as this conversation needs to be. I, I could have told you that before we recorded this. <laughs> oh, great! Thank you, thank you, Nick. May, yeah, I, I you think I, 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 I think just for me, like maybe I'm just one of those personality types where I can see the appeal of the giant monster movies, but for me, like it doesn't do anything for me. I don't get any sort of catharsis from it. That's fair. I mean, they're not for everybody, which is like everything else out there. But no, no man. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm done. I'm just mentally burnt out. It happens, champ. Okay, so from what I can tell, we are nearing the end mark. So I think we should wrap it up right about now. So I can guess that everyone here, except for he who is against the iguana, is excited for the movie? <laughs> I'm still going to watch it, and I'll still probably have a good time. However, um, you know, I, just me being a terrible human being, as you all seem to make me out to be, well, uh, certainly. Hey, you on, do that to yourself. <laughs> oh, God. No, I'll, I'll, I'll have a fun time. That last anyway. sign. 
disclaimer costa and i are friends <laughs> oh yeah we, I, just, we don't, I feel like i have to say that we don't just hate and everyone on this podcast just hates each other when the, when it stops recording okay so i think we're gonna wrap there for this episode uh we all look forward to seeing the monkey and lizard fight though more so the lizard uh thank you dan for joining us on this wonderful adventure that we've been on for the past hour or so and uh we'll probably be bringing you back for another episode or two if we need more information on this kind of stuff let's get a round of applause for our guest star uh audio suppression on so you can't hear me clapping yeah he can edit some on later <laughs> i could easily mute that and just added a bunch of shitty crowd applause <laughs> we'll see so uh yeah so long, folks. We will see you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye.